we started this to give a couple a couple of reasons. One, to give folks their flowers who are out here really putting in the work and not getting any recognition or, you know, no one really knows uh, their story. And I think, you know, we think it's extremely important for folks to tell their story because it's your story and no one can better paint your story and the nuances of it than, than you. Um, and it's important for us to highlight you and give you your flowers for all the great work you've done in the community, etc. And then the other part of it is we love to talk football. So let's go back to your youth playing days. So you're, you know, nine, you know, 10, 11, 12. What did you, as you're, cause you know, you went from just being uh, physical. So just being, I, I don't know, strong, fast or whatever it was. And you started, you know, building your skill set and really, you know, becoming a player. What did you, at, at that time, did you already establish your position or you were, you know, playing multiple roles? Um, yeah. So when I was playing like house to travel, I was like a forward. Um, and I was like quick and fast. Like I've, I've always just had like the speed. Um, and then <laughs> I laughed because you said establishing your skill set. I am not the most like I'm not a technical player. I am like such a simple, but like smart player, which is why like, then I sort of like went from forward to, to midfield, always on the outside, never a center mid, um, to, I ended up like in college being a center back. Um, and that was because I was able to, you know, I had like a decent, and I don't, I'm not going to like trash myself as a player. Um, but like I had decent enough feet that like I could like make a few quick cuts and then turn their teams around and attack from the defense. So that was like something that I was able to do since I had played midfield um, previously. Um, growing up though, I was still like establishing myself as like a player in terms of like where my position was. And it wasn't until I was, I would say that I was like 15 um, that uh my my coach was like you're going to be a center back like at that point I had been I had moved from like forward to to outside mid to um you know outside back and I I want to say that like my transition to outside back was because I was in I think we like didn't have our defenders and um on like one of the teams that I was on growing up and they were like Elisa like you're a great player like you should you should obviously be the one that plays outside back um, and I think because I was able to like attack down the flanks, um, that's why they were like, holy shit, this is like something that we haven't really seen as like a defender. Most people would literally just like try and kick the ball out, but you're able to control it, um, play out of the back, distribute well. Um, so then comes the transition to outside back. Um, and I was, I was quick too. So having that like recovery speed was something that was so much of an asset of mine, um, and then, you know, I'm a, I'm five, two, five, three soaking wet. Like I'm a small defender. Um, but again, like that recovery speed, um, moving back into being like a center center back, um, was something that was, uh, needed for all the teams that I played on. Yeah. Mm. You said you, I mean, 
that's an interesting transition and, and i've heard a lot of people transition <laughs> go from forward defender to, to yeah. outside midfield and, and back and you said i mean part of it is you're saying you weren't or you're not you know technically um you know gifted yeah. do you think do you think was it because you weren't uh that wasn't a part of the training regimen like you didn't work on you know your technical skills um or was it something else i mean i worked like i mean i i think like the technical sort of like training that we had growing up was like how many croaks can you do or like you know, learning how to do step overs or scissors and things like that. And like, um, I, I would train like a lot on my own. I would like juggle a lot, um, you know, like develop my relationship with the ball. Um, but for me, like learning how to rainbow wasn't something that like I was set on set setting. Like I didn't have that being like a priority for me. Now I still try to do one. Yeah. Can't do it. Um, <laughs> but, um, I mean, I could say, like, I could say growing up, I probably, I could have trained more when it came to like my technical skill set, but it's not like, again, I'm not like trashing myself as a player. I'm, I'm not like the worst technical player at all. I just like, as a center mid, when you're able to like hold the ball like that, um, you know, be able to switch directions quick. Like I can do all of that with like a few cuts and a Cruyff, but like, I'm not going to be attacking doing scissors down down the field um you know um I definitely commend the people that can do that um but that like wasn't something it might just be the way that like my my like hips are too as like a female player so no idea but um it wasn't something that I trained to do <laughs> is, is it something you didn't have the opportunity to learn or just something you didn't like to do I don't, I don't, I, I would say that I didn't like to do it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of that, who was the most technically gifted player you play against? Turkey Day. Oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't believe it. I'm speaking to the real celebrity here. Listen to this guy. No, throughout your career, yeah, or you were really competitive. Like so, you know, especially in college, like from college to maybe uh, travel. Yeah, um, playing against. Oh, with. Like it could be somebody you play with, yeah, somebody, someone you play with or against. There's a there's a girl um that I played with at JMU named Sam Lofton, and like she started off. She she had a few stints playing professionally. Um, she um also like played overseas in country things like that. Um, but she just has like her ability to just like roll the ball and like do quick bees here and there but just like keep it um is like phenomenal um it's interesting because like the play at like even at the college level that I played at at JMU like one of the things that my college not my college coach but my club coach was very like adamant about was like really fitting the players 
to colleges that had their playing style. Um, and I'm not saying that JMU wasn't like the most like technical school either. Cause we, we had a lot of great technical players, um, but that wasn't like our style of play. Like we sometimes would just like, I don't know, hit the ball up, you know, to <laughs> you about to target. say, you're going to say boot the ball up, but you know, I what? was, you, you, I was, hey, you can say, no sense. <laughs> you didn't want to get caught, you know, so like a like... target and then like, you know, distribute back. Um, but then like, I think even as, and I, and I feel like I'm sort of like aging myself too, because I think like now, right. Like the generations that, that are, are now coming to um the forefront in in you know football and and stuff are more technically savvy and like gifted like they really do work at that um versus like before it was just like you know you would you would run plays sort of like a american football right like you had passing routes right um we had a lot of blueprints when it came to like passing out of the back especially at jmu um but it wasn't like, you know, we had the players that would, you know, try and do like the give and goes, play like the, you know, the the ticky talk talk kind of kind of play. But um that wasn't like our playing style. But back to, you know, the technical players that I played against, um or with, like, you know, Sam was really technical. Um, there was a a Canadian forward that played on my team too, named Corky, and she actually played for the Canadian national team um for a few years um and she like would do a lot of like the scissors and the step overs as she's she was attacking um but surprisingly like a lot of of the the players at JMU like didn't I'm not I'm not trying to be like judgmental of them either but like again that wasn't like that wasn't the style that like fit JMU yeah. um versus like you know the stanfords or the uclas and like the unc's and, and things like that um the schools like have those bigger schools and i mean jamie was we were still such a very good school like we would make it to the ncaa tournament like every year um we would win our conferences and stuff so we were a very good football school um but yeah, yeah. okay mm-hmm. you yeah, know i mean i i i I think it's interesting because for me, I would think the technical aspect of the game is something that, you know, like you can, like you can't learn height, right? Like you either tall, you know, you know, like you can't learn, you know, there's a certain level of natural speed, right? And then you can build on that. You can always, you know, get, faster but not you know past a certain point uh but with technique and for me i just always think is and so i i don't understand why but to what you just said actually kind of <laughs> about jmu having like blueprints and stuff it it, it, it crystallizes one of the issues with the and game it, and here. the kind of players they actually recruited too yeah yeah it like, crystallizes football here where you know it's, it's all good until you know you get on an international level and then no there's no blueprint because when you're facing the buffet or whoever else or Messi's coming out like you you have to deal if you don't have the technique it's just you're done so um but yeah anyway I mean I, I always think it's interesting I, I'm always interested to learn about 
that aspect. Um, I guess I actually have a question for you. Like, I mean, do you think technique is literally just like your technical abilities or do you also like consider that like your IQ of the game? Yeah, so I think it's a combination, right? So your um, the your development as a player encompasses your game IQ, your technical abilities, your tactical understanding, um, you know, those pieces must, you know, is, is a must, like to be a true, you know, like a, a top level player. Now, I think where um, it gets tricky is because when, when we're looking at like it's, it's easy to get confused here in the U.S., right? Because most people here do not have that understanding of what a real baller is. And so if a kid or if a person can do, you know, 10 juggles or a rainbow, let's just say, with nobody on them, they'll be, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, well, it's, it's a whole nother ball game, you know, like with, with a... Uh, Neymar was doing rainbows with everybody when he was at Santos, right? In the middle of a game, it is like at the 70th minute, and you know, Santos is going against Flamingo as a, you know, and that's a different level of confidence. Mm-hmm. Right. And so um, yeah, I mean, I think part of it, I think, is like and technique is something that once you, you know, if it's a part of your full training from you know a a baby uh it just becomes a part of your game like it's not something you have to think about or you don't need a blueprint to do um you have that technique like it's like i'm sure if you rode a bike you have the you know you know you have that technique to ride a bike is that's what it is and And, i want to also i want to add on that too i think with just like um like with with basketball right because if you understand the game Oh, like if you have passion for it, it's easier with your IQ to build off of your IQ, right? So the technique come with the understanding and like how you feel about something, how you feel about the game. Because like Mike was saying, once you understand the level, like how good you have to be to be like, to be playing against like a Messi, and you, you challenge yourself more. Like, it's like you're enjoying what you're doing. And so technique is something you can learn when you understand why you're doing or like, why is so enjoyable like even megan people like people really steady how to meg because <laughs> they know how enjoyable it is to make someone right and it, it takes skills to uh to actually make someone yeah. so once you understand it and then easier to build a technique but yeah technique is something you can learn by practice yeah. and practice yeah 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 for sure and i like i mean the way that i use technique is literally like i equate technique with more just like your skill and literally just your skill with and, and I say that when it comes to like knowing when to use different moves at a certain time, right? Mm-hmm. For me, like I have a good, like a really great like soccer IQ. So when I say like, I'm not a technical, like I'm not a technical player, but I understand the game really well. So I make the simple passes because I don't need to hold the ball for three seconds. If you know what I mean? Like I, I know yeah. when I have good judgment of when to distribute and when to hold the ball. Right. Um, And I guess that can, that can also have be some level of technique too, but like when it comes to like 
can you do 400 juggles? And, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm going to drop the ball five times before I can get the 400. Right. right. (laughs) But, you know, you know, actually the world cup was, it was a great place to illustrate technique. Right. Right. Like when you saw like, uh, I mean, there's so many, like France had a bunch of this, right? Like, uh, of course, Mbappe's goal in the the world cup. Mm -hmm. I mean, if if you don't know what technique is, just replay that, replay that. Absolutely, or absolutely. bicycle kick, replay that, replay that. Re, you know, mm-hmm. like, and and so these things are like it's like it's it's a, a skill. It's not just like running with the, like just you know trying to bulldoze your way, you know, um, uh, overpowering someone. That's not what it is. It's like you know that ability sometimes is one touch or Messi when you know when Messi does his faint. Mm-hmm. And can still hit that ball, you know, in the upper ninety with his left foot. Mm-hmm. That's that's technique. Yeah, and it's not, absolutely. Technique can be body positioning as well. Yeah, you know, like so. It's, yeah. it's so so many. It's, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, very true. That's, that's what makes it beautiful. Um, okay, so in in when you were playing in high school, uh, well, when you were high school age, you know, playing competitive and uh, travel. Did you have any challenges as a player, uh, especially when you transitioned from, uh, what is it, LVMC to... LMVSA to... um, I mean, outside of, like... Yeah, I I would say that... um, That team had so much, like, team chemistry, you know, like, going from... LNVSA where I was sort of like it was like me and this other girl that were like at the top of the top of the team and at that point we were like we just need to be challenged right so it's like I was we were I'm not gonna like gas me up and say like we were superstars of the team but we we were at a higher level than 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 a lot of the the rest of the competitors that we would play against in the league um and so we wanted more of a challenge right and then I joined um FCB, right? We were net force. That was the team. Um, I think one of the biggest challenges that I had was like a lack of confidence. Um, and for me, it was because I went from, you know, being so high to like being, a, you know, like a great player among other great players. Mm-hmm. Everybody on my team played division one, unless you like, or everybody on my team had the opportunity to play division one. Like we won state cup. We went to national tournaments. We went to all these sh- college showcases that we would win. Right. Like I just had so many great players around me and it's easy when you're the best player on a team, but it's hard when you're the best player, when you're a good player among other great players. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it was a, it was a lot of, it was a humbling experience for me, but it was also like sort of like an uphill battle because they did have a lot more, like that's where I learned my soccer, like my soccer knowledge and my soccer education from, you know, like my coach was, I'm going to get this wrong. He was from across the pond. Um, but, <laughs> um, and it's, it's a different, it's a different level of playing. Um, it's a different, it's a different way to see the game. Um, you know, it's, it's embedded in his culture. And so like, he just had so much more passion than, you know, like my other 
coaches and, and stuff. And so it was, for me, it was a lot of just like a confidence thing. Um, and I, I think up until I even got like recruited to play division one that I was still like, am I good enough to do this? Hmm. Um, so in, it wasn't like a, a technical thing for me at all, like ever. Um, it was just, for me, it was all mental. Yeah. You actually touch on some that, um, I don't think it's ever come up, but it's, it's something that is obviously is, is a part of the reality, which is transitioning. You know, you were a big fish in a small pond, essentially, yeah. which made you, there's a feedback loop, right? So like being that also gave you the confidence to be an even bigger fish in that pond, right? But then you transition because you felt like, you know, you know, I don't know if it was you or your parents, but this happens a lot, actually. So you felt like, oh, I need to go to a shinier light, it's more competitive, blah, blah, et cetera. And then you get there and it is actually detrimental to your confidence. Yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't sound like you navigated that, uh, like you, were you able to gain your confidence while there? gain it back or wasn't it until you transitioned to college that you know you found yourself again as a player man these are like this is like therapy you know like (laughs) working through problems and and trauma um um, it's it's so interesting because i i i spent a lot of time and and maybe i shouldn't because it's like get over it but it's like I spent a lot of time thinking about how different it was for me as a player growing up mm-hmm. um and I mean outside of like you know the, the lack of like representation right um it it was also like um the transition for me like it was a team that was so close to me in proximity that was like it was down the street I grew up with these girls and then I went to like a new team I had to make a whole new group of friends and to be quite frank like these are kids that made like their families made a lot more money than my family did um so it was also like that kind of lifestyle change for me where I I you know like had just there were things that like I literally couldn't do I would go to McLean for practice these kids had like massive houses one people that lived in like Great Falls and stuff so that for me that was also like a that was like a a different change. And then on top of that, it was that whole confidence thing. So it was a lot of things that I was like dealing with during that time where it was like, okay, I want to be liked by these girls. Um, I want to be liked by my coach. And he was also just a hard ass and I loved him for it. But like, again, different time, right? Like if he coached now, he would probably be fired like the rest of the spirit coaches, right? Like it's, (laughs) it's, love him to death right but like there was a lot of shit that I went through and we went through like he would call us shit like he would say things to us and and, and like at the time it's like great tough love that's how I learned how to play right now it's like emotional abuse um so um there was just a lot right so I I guess to package all that up I eventually did get over it you know I was able and I said get over the confidence thing right like Mm. you know I think it was a lot of me just convincing myself that like I I deserve to be here right like 
and my, again, my coach wasn't somebody that just like took people for charity, right? Like he wanted to have the best of the best. Um, and I think that like, I needed to continue to, to believe that myself. Um, and it wasn't until, and I remember this like so clearly, um, we won state cup, um, and I like got, um, like the, the trophy and the, and the, and the, um, the game ball, because I got MVP of the game as a defender. Right. Um, and so that was like such a pivotal moment for me, um, as a person on that team, because then I realized that like, I am actually impactful and that like, I am literally here because I deserve to be here not because somebody felt bad that I wanted a chance to play in college. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I worked through the confidence thing, but then throughout college, that's a whole nother ball game. 